So we had a fantastic weekend. I hope you did too. Yesterday was Father's Day. Our city uh, was so happy and so festive because the Blues won the Stanley Cup, which I admit I did not care about anything to do about hockey with hockey. Um, but I am not a full-on bandwagon person because Sarah Bross, who is our, I don't even like, assistant doesn't even come close to what she is in our life. Um, everybody around us knows how fantastic she is, but she's been a hockey player, a fan her whole life. Her family are Blues fans. And we went to, when did we go to the Blues game? Was that in January? It was before things started to really turn around um, for them. And I loved it. We were like, we should go to these games more often. So anyway, long story short, it was fun because of her passion, but also just what it did for the beautiful city of St. Louis. So it was a great um, full weekend. Something else that happened that I think is you know, we always talk about how thing, we, things never get old in doing what we do. And some of that is because we're constantly meeting new people. And so just when you think you've heard the most interesting story or um, experienced something new, someone else surprises you. Uh, this weekend, a great guy that we scouted in May at Hangout Fest um came and we sat and had just a great conversation with him i appreciate many many things about him um and the reason why i'm sharing it is is i think it is so uh applicable to what i plan on talking about today which are three important questions to ask yourself and it was so evident that he had asked himself these questions. Um, he's a, a young guy uh, with a very interesting backstory. As a child, um, he moved around a lot and he experienced a lot of life and he hit a crossroads, which I can say that I've hit cross crossroads. Our children have hit crossroads. We've had models experience it. Crossroads can be a wonderful thing, especially when you stop to ask yourself three questions. Uh, but what I appreciated about him was his attitude, his zest for life, his enthusiasm for that you can always start over. And guess what? It made us love him even more. It made us want to go to bat for him even more. And I guess in this time of my life when I'm in a very contemplative state of mind. Um, it was just a refreshing reminder that there is always hope. And uh, I don't know what you're experiencing or if you're going through anything because the reality is we all go through things. But the, the one definitive thing I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt that I've experienced multiple times uh, including this weekend, is that there's always hope. I mean, the cool thing about the Blues, too, is they were in last place, and they end up winning the Stanley Cup. And I'm always on these topics to the point where I feel like sometimes maybe it becomes repetitive, 
but it's because I've seen it over and over and over and over. Um, I have a, another great topic that I'm looking forward to next week and it's all about the value of continuing. So recently I realized that Jeff and I kept coming back to this question that we, if we were getting ready to take a meeting, uh, we would say, well, what do they want to do? Uh, if, it's, if it's a model who has a goal, the big question is, what do they want to do? Um, interestingly, we're also at this point, and I've talked about this 20 years in, where you go, okay, we've got this, you know, <laughs> we're in our groove, we're doing great, we have models doing fantastic, we still love what we do, I mean, that's great. It doesn't mean that there aren't times where we don't love it for a minute or that we're frustrated or whatever, but at the end of the day, we still love what we do. But it's also, the world is ever changing and I'm, I hope that you're experiencing this in your life too. The world is changing. There's different kinds of opportunities. Um, just because you've always done thing one, things one way doesn't mean that that's always how you have to do them. And that's the beauty of it. Um, that was the beauty of the conversation with the guy that was here this weekend, is that he understood that. He didn't hold himself in his history, which is really important. And, or as a model is developing, and let's say they've been in their game for five years or whatever the time period is, 10 years. Well, what do you wanna do? What, what's the next goal? What's, what's the vision? You know, I love that there is the verse that if without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, you perish. You have to continue to ask yourself, well, what do I want to do? You know, it doesn't mean, because the other thing is, it can be a side hustle. It can be, it can be a new um, creative endeavor. It can just be a new hobby. But I really believe that if you don't ask that question, um, how can you make any kind of a, a path or a plan? I love Stephen Covey back in the day before this lovely computer and keeping lists on phones. Um, I still always, I, I have, Jeff's a calendar person that he, it's on his computer and it's on his phone. I have that, but I also have a folder, I mean, excuse me, a calendar on my desk so I can physically look at that and I can write with my paper mate flare and I also have a planner so I have multiple multiples I think I just like writing lists the funny thing is both Tiana my old our oldest daughter Tiana our next daughter Olivia and now Willa they're all list keepers and I think it's because they always saw me writing things down and for the girls back in the day all my old image group girls and who are now women living all over the country. You guys remember, I have the giant Franklin Covey um, planner. It was the size of like a magazine. It was probably like a, I don't even know how big it was, eight by 10 or something. It was, a, it was so big that I could carry it as a notebook. And you would put the, the dates in and, and you take it out. And I've saved a few of them and they're hilarious. And that was just my, that's just like how I like to roll. I also loved um, Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. 
that's a good book to dust off every once in a while to kind of jolt yourself into making sure that you're um, staying on task. But one of the things that he talks about, I think it was the number, the two of the seven habits, is that you should begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. But what do I want to do? What, what am I wanting to do? What is the end goal? What is What would I love to see happen? And then you backtrack from that, okay, how do I get there? But the first question is, what do you want to do? The second question is, really important question, what do you not want to do? Um, we live in a time where there's never been more distractions, never been more things to keep you off your game, never more things just to create time wasters, things that just literally steal your time, social media, games, things that, that keep you busy, but the, the last thing that you are is effective, or with all of our crazy schedules, the autopilot of life. I observe that all, this so often on the freeway where people are just, dun, dun, dun. you know how when the Wizard of Oz and the, the Wicked Witch was like, you're just driving, you're just going to the next place, but but you're not stopping to think, what do I want to do and what do I not want to do? We just, we literally before I started the podcast, Jeff read a post of somebody in our life who made a reference to basically a bad relationship and we were both going, wow, it's history repeating itself. History repeats itself when you don't stop and think about not only what you want to do, but what you don't want to do. And when our unique position of scouting and meeting and finding people in random places means that we find people from all walks of life, all socioeconomic backgrounds, every different mindset. I'm reading a fantastic book that I love. I think I've read every book of Mark Batterson and I'm reading a book about Whisper and the, the, the concept is in order to hear God, you have to know that he's gonna whisper, so you have to get really quiet, because that's how, how he speaks. And um, it's in that quiet that you can find um, some peace in deciding what you don't want and how little things add up and making choices that can keep you out of maybe a history that has happened in your life previously or generations we've seen that sometimes it's hard extra hard for two kinds of people I think it's extra hard for somebody who um, has kind of had a cushy life because you know maybe it, there's not that hunger to dig down deep and go for a dream. And then on the other side of the coin, sometimes it's hard for somebody who's only known struggle or only known poverty to believe that, guess what? Life can be full of opportunities. You just have to believe it and receive it and go for it and not overthink. Because otherwise you can get an autopilot and you just end up living and not setting a path for where you want to go and some of that comes from that second question of what do you not want to do because that can determine a lot of just your daily behaviors of what you're going to do and then the last one and this one is a fascinating thing to me it's helped me 
in my journey, uh, and maybe that comes too from being <laughs> around long enough that all of a sudden you're at an age where you go, look, if it doesn't kill me, it makes me stronger and failure, there's the air quotes of this week, failure, um, that I don't even think that that is, I don't, failure is just a way to learn. You learn another lesson or you figure things out. I mean, failure is part of success. The third question is, what are you afraid of? Or, and there's times where we have models that I know deep in their heart, they would really like to do this, but because of the voices in their head or, which is nine times 10, not only the voices in their head from other people, but also even more importantly, and this is something that's been really so fascinating to me lately because it keeps coming up is, what do you how, what do you say when you talk to yourself? How are you talking to yourself? Um, but what are you afraid of? What's holding you back from, if you know what you wanna do and you know what you don't wanna do, then it comes, what are you afraid of that's gonna keep you from ultimately the, what the end in mind is? What is that thing? You should be much more afraid of the risk you don't take, much more afraid, because you can get to a place in life, and I've talked about that recently too, where people get to the end in their, of their life and they think, all the things that I thought I was going to do, I just didn't. It's never too late. You can you could Google and probably find a million stories of people um, doing things later in life. I think I did a podcast about that recently. I know I did. And you know what? I know what? Half the time I'm doing these podcasts too to encourage myself. <laughs> it's for you, but it's also for me. David encouraged himself. Mary encourages herself. It's just part of the game. Um, I know God doesn't give me the spirit of fear. That comes from people and not, and not good thoughts. So here's our lesson of this Mother Mary Monday. Three questions. Take the time to ask yourself them. Number one, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Now and down the road, like what do you, where, what's the end in mind? Number two, what do you not want to do? And be really clear to set up guards that you don't. And finally, what are you afraid of? And whatever that is, brush it to the side because the reality is diving in and risking and, and allowing yourself to fail is the only way to success. I thank you for all of the feedback and for always tuning in. I appreciate um, hearing from you and I hope that this week is super encouraging to you and I will talk to you next Monday. That's Papa's cue to come and turn this off. <laughs> Have a great week.